All right, welcome to another episode of Times Up Outdoors. Today's episode's a good one. You got my brother Hunter and I, Nico. We are diving into a whole bunch of random stuff. It's early October. We're going over Hunter's Kentucky buck that he got and a whole bunch of other stuff. Before we get too far into it here, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Tethered. Go to tetherednation.com for all of your saddle hunting needs. It's the one-stop shop. They've got your saddle. they got your platform. they got your sticks. they got your ropes. they got stuff to hang all your shit off of. They've got the knee pads. Everything and anything you need all in one place. Best of the best. Top quality stuff. Go to tethernation.com. Get you some good saddle stuff. Listen, if you're not using saddles, you better at least be using some lightweight hang-on stuff. And if you're still using climbers, for the love of God, figure it out. Go to Tethered, tethernation.com, get everything you need. So, like I said, today's podcast, we'll go over a little bit of Kentucky. Hunter got shot an awesome velvet buck, you're going to hear about that. Uh, what we've been dealing with here in early October, a quick little teaser on John's buck that he got uh, yesterday. What else we got going on? Uh, a little vanilla killer talk, a little randomness at the end. Typical Times Up Outdoors podcast. So, Stick around if you enjoy this. Leave us a review. Five stars. We appreciate that. Like I always say, good karma brings good bucks. Everybody wants good bucks, so leave a little review. All right? If you share this podcast on social media, which we please, please encourage you to do, it helps us out more than you could ever imagine. Share our stuff. We'll share that you shared it. Everybody wins. All right? So enjoy this podcast. Another episode of Time's Up Outdoors. Dr. Pepe? Vanilla stuff. Vanilla killer. Do you still use a vanilla killer? No, oh, fucking dude. Nose jammer is the new vanilla killer. That's and the same thing, right? 100% swear by it. Especially with Autumn lately. She's been smelling, she says, and she's like, I just, she goes, I need a new can. She, she smells like what? Fucking, it's like 80 degrees. She's got the long walk. <laughs> Smell like a butt out in the yeah, blind, dude? That's what she says. Good for her. Way to be honest. <laughs> yeah, did did you get the picture of Donnie, dude? Donnie's got no shirt on. Yeah, she sent me the same exact picture. She's just like in a sports bra, just fucking like, this is miserable. He's just a hairy, hairy man. <laughs> he goes, it's the downfall of being a large mammal. <laughs> well, he looked moist. <laughs> it's crazy. He saw a bunch of deer that night, too. He didn't even get busted. <laughs> did he have a shirt on? Wait, did he not wear a shirt while hunting? The <laughs> no, one? he did, eventually. Oh. He said he dried himself off with his shirt and then put it on. He goes, it was nice because it was kind of wet. <laughs> I was like, that's gross. Oh, God. <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. Oh, but shit. the mosquitoes are too bad. Yeah, pretty much. All right. We've already started. I love it. So, if you can't tell, it is me, myself, the lovely, the famous... <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Nobody does. It's Nico and Hunter. Hunter's the other one. Yeah. That's him. We're in my basement. We just took all the footage from his Kentucky hunt. His velvet Kentucky hunt that happened uh, know, a little over a month ago now, right? Uh, I killed it a month ago exactly by chance. I think exactly one month. I think I killed it on September 5th. That'd be pretty perfect. Um, oh, September 4th. Oh, bitch. Well, you love to hear it, though. 
So we uh, put all that footage on the computer today, get that episode going here, and uh, we're going to do a little podcast. We're going to talk about that hunt and some of the other shit. Obviously, it's uh, talking about how sweaty and hot it is. It's been a bit soggy out here in Michigan, but that is changing. It's rained all day today, all day today and it's finally not going to be above 65 degrees when we go hunting tonight. Yeah, even in the rain. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's still going to be better than sweating. Um, so yeah, jump right into it. Kentucky. Um, the average temp was about like 85 plus degrees every day by the time we got hunting in the afternoon. Um, the deer seemed to care as much as I was hoping they wouldn't care. They definitely cared. Um, between, I think, the heat and the zero wind, the deer didn't want to move until right before dark. I think we saw... The day I shot my buck was the most deer we saw in one day, and it was like six. So it was pretty brutal as far as deer numbers go. Deer numbers, seeing every hunt, was down compared to what it was. But I did shoot a buck on the third day of the hunt. Yeah, because opening day was the second. Shot him on the fourth. Autumn, unfortunately, didn't have an opportunity to shoot a buck that was worth shooting. She could have shot a three-point, a five-point, and a four-point in multiple does. Um, she almost did shoot a bearded hen turkey, which would have been sweet. But anyways, it just makes us want to go back again. We had to go back down anyways because my deer's at the taxidermist. That's right down the road from where we hunt. Oh, gee, what a hassle. Yeah, I know. But full velvet. Ended up scoring 126 and 4.8s, which was sweet. Hell um, yeah. Yeah couple ticks that were still stuck to his velvet hope they stay there when it gets freeze-dried which would be even cooler but yeah that's all on film you get to see it all unravel in the next probably couple weeks when we get it all buttoned up here hopefully we can knock it out before we get really swinging on the deer now that the temps are dropping we're going to be focusing on all that as much as we possibly can oh yeah but we'll knock it out oh yeah so you said the temps are like 85 but you had pictures of that deer all summer long yeah so that's what i thought was going to matter the only thing i could think of was that it was just i don't know it was right after a full moon i don't know if that mattered well i remember you saying that day the day that you shot him you said he had been showing himself every three days every three, every yeah, three, every, three to five days yeah and that was day eight so you were like he's got he's overdue basically. yeah yeah pretty much yeah he was overdue yeah because i told you this morning like it doesn't make any sense that he wasn't there because you know you're seeing all these pictures of people shooting deer in kentucky and they're saying, you know, the same summer pattern, yada, yada, yada. And it was either my tree stand or the tree stand that Autumn sat in um, all but, like, two nights. She sat in the same tree stand, and I sat in the same one all three days in a row. But it was either, they were either, he was either there first or my tree stand first. And when I shot him, it was 20 minutes before legal light, so it probably wouldn't even have made it to Autumn in time, even if he would have made it over there anyways, um, like, if I didn't get a shot. So, yeah, he was well overdue. I mean, it got to the point where we were seeing such minimal deer, and the cameras weren't showing us anything even in the middle of the night. We didn't see them. They weren't. They didn't show up in the middle of the night before we got there, like a couple days before we got there. It got to the point where we went and walked state land, which looked immaculate where we were. I mean, we didn't walk far from the car, and it was just filled with deer sign and minimal people sign, which a lot of the locals, I guess, don't hunt until they, a lot of them say they don't go, they don't go to the tree stand until the snakes go away type deal because it's too hot too yeah. hot to go you know treading around which obviously it's a little bit different on private i don't know what their baiting regulations are on public if you can throw corn pile out there on public ground or not but yeah, I, I have no idea i don't know how what worth that would be to you but their public land looked awesome i mean the one track we were walking on i think was like 
14,000 acres. I mean, and it just ran along a river. I mean, it ran, ran the whole length of a river, ran up to a lake. Um, there was a bunch of food planted on it. I mean, it was like actual crop ground. Um, not very many access sites, which I kind of liked because it made it way easier to get way deeper without, you know, people right. going. And I think if you brought a kayak, you'd really have an advantage. Or even just some waders because most of that creek was super shallow. Yeah. But yeah, you don't always have to go west to be on big deer for these public land roads. No, people no, always I mean, want to go west, but Kentucky's pretty loaded. Tennessee's got no good yeah. numbers now. Yep. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of that. I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. I mean, their prices since we first went there when we took Dad four years ago or five years ago, whatever, we, it's gone up 80 bucks, I think, in the tag, which $80 isn't that bad, but when you start getting in the scheme of things, it, it's it's crazy to see that it's gone up like that much. In the it's tag. tough. The public land in general, like non-resident tags are going up a lot. Yeah, not there's quotas, way more quotas now. I mean, which I'm here for, I guess. You know, keep the deer numbers in check and keep the people numbers down too. But yeah, it uh, it spreads the wealth out. I think a little bit. Yeah, that's for sure. I think uh, I do think Missouri's gonna get just rocked with yeah. people this year. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't know, Nebraska had a quota this year that was way less. You couldn't shoot muleys in a lot of the zones that you used to be able to if you're a non-resident archery wise and everything like that it was it was a low quota too yeah yeah, it was like three thousand something like that i think a couple of the places were under a thousand i mean it was it was low yeah and that's for whitetail i mean that's archery and that's combo and everything like seth ulrich him and i were talking about it and he was like yeah i'm gonna go you know northwest and probably come work my way south chasing muleys and then come south and look for whitetails because the combo tag and i was like have you bought your tag already like did you get lucky and got one and he looked he's like Oh, that's new, and it, it was new. Yeah. So, luckily, I saved him from driving all the way out there waiting to get a bag <laughs> yeah. or something or something. I wonder how many people are going to do that. Like, how many people that have always been going out there are going to go out there and go buy their tag over the counter and get denied? And get denied because that quota was met shit about a month ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, I forgot that a lot it. of it was met right when it drew, right when it started. We It ended one week after, or one week before I made the call when I called the DM. Yeah, and that was a month ago. Probably about a month ago, yeah. Or maybe not quite a month ago, but it was not much after September. After I shot my deer in September. So Nebraska's quota, Kansas is a draw, yeah, South a, Dakota is a draw, Iowa obviously is a draw. The only one around there that you can get over the counter now is Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, and then you'd have to go another state up, would be North Dakota, and I think that's over the counter. I think North Dakota's over the counter. But that's another state that's getting pounded too, it seems like. But there's popular. a gazillion miles of state land up there, but... There's not a lot of trees, so totally different hunting for sure. Yeah, but yeah, so there's that. Um, looking forward to going back down there. I'm looking forward to Michigan weather turning not Kentucky weather and getting cold again, like we were just saying. It's 64 degrees today and dropping. If you could be in the woods tomorrow, Friday God, yeah. or whatever, yeah, tomorrow's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. All those days are going to be should it be just good. Just getting colder and colder. Yeah, yeah. I will be. In the blind tomorrow, or if it's still raining, be in a tree stand if not. Um, and then tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, I can't go to the evenings, and then Sunday and Monday, I'll be in Ohio. Hopefully a buck shows up. I have not, I've had one good buck on camera since September 16th. At least it's a buck that's over 130 inches. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty big though. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of, uh, it doesn't really bother me that much. I just don't think they're walking, either they're not walking in front of the two cameras that are out there, or... And the one camera is such a tiny zone for them to walk through. They're both small zones. I mean, they're both tight corner yeah. crossing, basically, so... 
it's not the end of the world. And they're probably changing. They might have pulled the beans off already. I don't know. And if uh, they I wouldn't doubt they haven't by now. Yeah. And then uh, they might just be in the neighbor's corn. They might just be living in there. So I don't know. Yeah. But I will be bringing a 450 down there. And hopefully if one steps out, I'll poke them. Because you're in a CWZ zone. That's why they have that couple-day gun season? Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Right. There was just a, I think it was Midwest Whitetail or something, one of their regional shows they were chasing a buck in the I just saw CWD zone. a guy that shot a absolute giant with his bow this year in the CWD zone. I mean, probably 180 plus inches. Yeah, that advantage that you get, I mean, if you can get on an area that has good deer numbers, I mean, obviously they're trying to decimate it with, you know, making the season earlier and gun seasons. and. Yeah, it's weird. Nobody talks about it. I mean, I guess I'm not really around hunters down there. I'm just talking to the farmers. Yeah. It's like the only farmers are probably happy they about might, it. They might not even fucking know about it. No, they're right. Nice shit. Yeah. Are you going back to Kentucky this year or just for next year? Just next year. I mean, we talked about it, but he hasn't had... Cody has his two cell cameras running still on two different bait piles that he keeps active for himself and his his dad and yeah. his wife and maybe some other friends. But, yeah, they uh, he hasn't had a buck that's worthy of anything he said since I shot mine, really. Like, the day we left, it got... There was, like, a 15-degree temperature drop, and there was four different bucks that were right around 100 inches that were by the stand that we first sat, the double stand in the morning. But they were there at, like, 10.30. Like, I would already left by then because it was yeah. already 80 degrees, probably or probably 75 degrees, and we had to get home anyways. But So even if we would have stayed, it wouldn't have mattered. Right. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that kind of leads to a point that I was going to say we should talk about too was, I mean, as far as, for me anyways, like, good friend Jesse, he's, like, got consistent bucks going right now on one of his scrapes that he made. Um he planted a food plot in front of a big elevated blind that he made a couple of years ago. I helped mow it for him, and then he planted it. And then I happened to be out there chasing a fall turkey the day that he wanted to go make a couple mock scrapes. And I can't remember what the name of the stuff is. I'll shout them out because it's impressive. If you are looking to do mock scrapes and you're kind of like him and hawing on what company to use, like for scents, I would go with... This is just a personal preference. I have no idea anything really about him other than the fact that he made it. And then that night, it was getting hammered by two bucks that were both well off. One is a beautiful deer. It is smoky sense, and he's using the pre-orbital, orbitable, wow, orbital gland. The pre-orbital gland scent. And it comes in a little vial. It's got its own scent dripper, like a little squeeze thingy. And... I mean, it's impressive. He put it on there that day, and he's got two bucks that are studs. One that's uh, 140s, probably real close to it, 10 point. And it's there every single day. I mean, he's the only person I know that has a consistent buck action right now, like on a scrape, showing up in our area anyways. Our deer are gone. I have no idea where they're at. I have five cameras running on our piece of property that Autumn and I hunt, and I haven't had a buck that is over two and a half years old since we got back from Kentucky. Yeah, that's weird, and it was pretty juiced up, too. Yeah, I mean, I had six bucks that were over 120 inches that were running around, and three that were probably over 130. I have no idea where they're at. I mean, there's some gigantic tracks in them beans when we walk to our tree stands that you can see coming out of the woods, but a fair amount of them are pretty fresh, so I know they're around. And again, they're, like one camera I have is in stupid tight quarters, but the one on that fence line that they cross through every single year. I haven't even got a picture of a buck that's worthy of anything. I mean, I get pictures of little bucks every night, but they're little, and that doesn't make any sense. I can't believe they're not running around. 
Yeah, it's kind of weird. But we haven't seen any. We've hunted four days in a row. Today will be day five for me in a row. And yesterday was the biggest buck we saw at 100 inches, which was, I mean, I did see like a 200-incher in that deer farm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a new deer farm that's right next to where we hunt, which that might be having, I don't know if that has something to do with it. Yeah, I don't I know if new deer scents are pushing in there and it's messing with them because... They saw them white deer got scared. Yeah, there's two white deer and two gigantic, I guess you would say normal deer, that were, one's 200 inches, one's probably 180 inches, and supposedly they're no older than two and a half years old, so <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's a that's over 500 yards away from, that's over 1,000 yards away from where we have our tree stands. Yeah. It's 500 yards away from the bordering property, but... I don't know. Dad even said the same thing after Autumn said it yesterday. She goes, you think it's messing with it? I don't think so. And then Dad said it, too. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you guys are on to something. Maybe uh, maybe I'm just overthinking it. I don't know why it would, but... I don't know either, because I know there's bucks that are running and that piece that runs right next to it, because I think I saw... That's I guess I did think I saw one big one, but that was, again, a thousand yards away with normal binoculars. It was kind of hard to see. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and you've had that one big buck on camera, and... Yeah, he was there pretty routinely, and then he's just not yeah. anymore. Not I mean, anymore. There was, I had four or five that were all over 130, and they're all, well, one just popped up. I had one picture of him. He was the first deer I got on camera there, so early September, mm-hmm. end of August, I remember when I put that camera up. He was the first buck I put on camera. Zero pictures of him, again, until just now. Yeah. Which I mean, mean you know, yeah. it's normal. Yeah, they drop their velvet, normal. and they do their thing, but I don't know. Normally, by now... We start to see them working their way back through our area, so. But yeah. our deer numbers in general are down. That's what, like, doesn't worry me. It's just we kind of like making me overthink things. I think it's because I guess it's been 85 degrees, but I expected it to still see some like our group of does that we normally we shoot two, three, four does a year over there because you'll see 20 deer in a field and 18 of them will be does. Yeah. So. I think a lot of it's just heat, man. I have never had, I've never gone three sits in a row in Michigan and not seen deer. And I went through, I've sat four sits so far this year in Michigan, and I saw one buck total. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it's. And I know there's plenty of deer running around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and these temps will it's show just a lot. Hot as balls, yeah. dude. I think these temps are going to get these bucks back. I think that's a big thing, too. These two don't have to go far. If you can get where they can get up out of their bed and go eat acorns 20 yards away. And go right back to their bed. That's probably where they're going to be. Yeah. Or if they're bedding well, right off a field. Uh, the fact that we haven't talked about this yet, but you just you just nailed it, John Shido. Yeah. Oh, exa- he just did exactly that. Yeah. Last John John doesn't get to hunt as much as he wants to. He's a family man. He's works his mm-hmm. ass off. He's got a lot going on. So last night was his first hunt of the year. What happened? Did a buck show up on camera? <laughs> no, we just talked about Kentucky. He just says, he ain't no stud. Get out of here. That's a stud. So, I know Cody probably won't listen to this, but Cody is a, a good friend of mine. He's the, he is the dad to the family that we hunt, I should say, I guess. He is the husband to Shelby, and Shelby and Cody, and Eli, and I always forget the youngest's name, but they let us hunt their property and he just sent us a picture of a giant uh, he says ain't no stud and it's probably 140 <laughs> but anyways get right. so john got out for his first sit of the year he's been battling bow issues he's got all kinds of new you know new arrow build new bow set up he's real excited so he did something that he never does it really surprised me like john's a very 
passive hunter on his on his lease in Michigan. Yeah. Like he doesn't like he does not want to blow anything out of there. Uh, he, did he call you before he went out? Oh there? yeah, a lot. But so he was like really unsure what he should do. So he between talking to me and you and himself, I think he already knew what he wanted to do. He just needed a confirmation. That's what I told him. I said the same thing. He needed just to get pushed to do it. Yeah. So he went. He basically went. There's a bedding area. It kind of makes like a half horseshoe, and he put himself right in the middle of it. And it was all acorns. And he went in there and did a little hanging hunt out of his tether. And uh, I mean, he sent the video. It was on our story. He was covered up in there was like mm-hmm. four scrapes right under, under his trees. trees. Yeah. And then it was what 90 degree, 85 degrees yesterday. Yeah. And 620, I think he sent yeah, us the first started picture. Started bucks. And then he, lo and behold, he whacks a good one in 45 minutes before legal shooting. Yeah. Light. I mean, he got as tight to bedding as you could get. Probably tighter than most people would be comfortable getting. Especially this time of year. Especially for October 4th. Yeah. Dove right in there, got right in, he covered, found a bunch of acorns, found fresh sign, and shot his probably second biggest buck ever last night. Yeah, I mean, and, and first time in six years. First I don't know if you said that. six years. Like, but that's his first buck in six years. Yeah. I mean, he passes more deer than a lot of us try to He's help. passed way bigger deer than that. He yeah. got way over picky and finally realized, like, hey, I'm not enjoying this anymore. I need to kill something. Yeah, he needed to get something underneath his belt. And like you said, I mean, the guy, he's had so many bow issues in the past just year from going to Kentucky, or Canada, Nebraska, yeah. and having all that go down. He had to shoot your arrows. Right. Because he bought a set of arrows that were just... From the dealer, from the package, somebody sabotaged Shido, <laughs> and they were wonked out arrows. Like, not one of them had a straight vein to it. I mean, it was bad. But they bought a bow from a guy who was a <laughs> Bowtech guy, and it was all and it was all out of square and out of level, and it was just a shit. So John got that all squared away. Yeah. But built some new arrows. So that was the other thing. This is what well, John will have to come tell his own story. Oh, I yeah. guess we'll leave it alone for him to tell it. But it's when John called me. And told me where he hit this buck. Oh yeah, I was like, "Oh, John." <laughs> Did he have a camera with him? He had a GoPro mount on his head. So oh, sweet! I don't. Know I how hope it's to look. see. I don't know, but it's gonna be. I then once he explained himself a little bit more, I'm like, "Okay, I see how that happened." I, right. I shot a deer one time, hit a branch, and smacked the deer in the neck. And what I told him, my what happened to me. It's almost exactly what happened right. to John. Right. As far as like, I shot a deer, I hit a branch, I hit the. I, I thought I smoked it. Because mm-hmm. the way it. That was that doe, wasn't it? No, it was uh, one of my biggest bucks. Oh. It was my, my birthday buck I shot in like 2017. Oh, yeah. But I hit a branch, and he. <laughs> I didn't know I hit a branch, because it was like 25 yards, and the branch was right in front of him. Yeah. Basically, like just a few yards in front of him. And it kicked it at such a hard angle that the fletchings, when he turned and ran, were right in front of where I was aiming. Mm-hmm. So that's what the angle was at. Yeah. So I thought I smoked him. So I was like, woohoo, go me. So I only waited like 40 minutes, got all my shit, and followed a paint yeah. can I blood trail. Taylor Lanner and I followed it with you. Yeah. I mean, it was looked like somebody just poured out a bucket of red mm-hmm. paint for 50 yards, and he's piled up, but I sliced his jugular and caught his carotid artery. I mean, I <laughs> fucked him up real bad. I was like, oh, that, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, John will have to tell that story because it's classic. But... It's way deeper than he hit a deer in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. Uh, and that's then uh, Tyler Schulter shot a stud last night. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that deer is pushing 140, if not definitely a 140. And congrats to Tyler. I mean, he's, that's his first Pope. Big so, square ten pointer with yeah. little almost almost had double kickers on yeah. bullshit twos. Yeah, yeah, they're Michigan kickers for sure. Somebody's calling them an inch, but it's a good buck, great buck. Yeah, and he snort wheezed it in. Yeah, snort wheezed it in. 
and his sight was off when he got into his tree, got to the base of his tree, his sight was loose, went back, shot his bow, made sure it was dialed in, it was all good, got back into his tree, realized his he's, a big, he's starting his own new thing, filming and stuff, and he had all sorts of issues go on with that. I he mean, forgot the head. Yeah, yeah. Something, uh, his whole, oh, this is pretty good, he was sitting in his tether, and he forgot his sis hauler yeah so he had no way to hang his bow or his backpack so he took his lineman belt looped that around the tree hung his backpack off of the long piece of it off the working end and then just used a carabiner to clip his bow on yeah. to the rope itself said, that's a pretty crafty idea that i honestly don't know if i would have thought to do that <laughs> and now to look like an idiot so that's yeah, good yeah he did it worked out obviously i mean everything happens for a reason so but he said he was going for it. He was going through the corn. He sent me a Snapchat yeah, before going yep. in, going in after it. And it worked out. I mean, both of those guys made aggressive moves early October and paid off. Yeah, they trusted their gut and it worked out. It worked out immensely for them both. And shout out to both those guys. Uh, let's see what else could we got to talk about here. Oh, so I don't know if everybody. Well, I mean, some of the OGs will remember because it was like three years ago now. Um, I shot a buck on an island with my boat to get there obviously because it's an island but i went out found a different island it's a lot bigger um i'm sure some people know where it is but took the boat there with a good buddy donnie and we went and scouted it two weeks ago yeah like a week before season got in there found one camera or two cameras um one tree stand that was in a great spot another tree stand that was nine feet off the ground it was a double tree and the only open tree in the whole area is a joke you can definitely tell the guy's just a goofy guy he has a five gallon bucket with a timed feeder on the bottom of it filled with corn corn spread everywhere on public land on public land it is public it's not like it's some fancy little private island I mean, it's illegal on the private island. yeah it is it's and it's illegal. a lot of corn everywhere and i have a sweet video of it i was very tempted to just empty the whole bucket into the water but i didn't i just left his stuff i wish i had a piece of paper or a marker even just to write poacher on his <laughs> stupid thing so i think i would go hunt over that <laughs> no and you could that's legal on your end you're hunting over bait i i, even, I, I would want the guy to know that i know that's there when we're oh like, i, I mean sit there and see, him you're and a, see it's it. a bold move cotton i mean it's a bold move it's not like it was hard to see because it's a freaking orange bucket well, spray painted black. That other island that you shot, the buck you didn't find, yeah. that guy was dragging out 50 pound bags of corn. And uh, there was two different dudes that were doing it. They were using the bags as their trail markers. Yep. And yeah, he was using, he had his sugar beet and carrot bags. And that's the dude that at, when I walked out, because I shot that deer like probably 20 minutes before illegal light, and I just left to get out of there as fast as I could because I knew I messed up. And uh, he looked at me and goes, Oh, really? And I didn't even realize that tree stand was even there yeah. until I, he said something. And, uh, you know, I just kind of waved and nodded like, sorry, dude, and I left. And then I came back the next morning to look for that deer, and I'm looking at all these bags, and it takes me right to this guy's tree stand, and there's carrots and sugar beets. Like, listen, if you're going to be illegal, at least not be so freaking brunt about it. You're just so bold, like you're above the law on this, yeah. and it's mind-blowing. Can and you that, pretend? That same, so that I shot that deer when that happened was November 13th. And then on November 14th, we went in there to go look for it, me and my buddy Seth, and... After we went and looked for it, realized this deer was alive and we weren't going to catch up to it. And it was, you know, probably swam across the river by now or lake or wherever we were. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we went to a different part 
further up, you know, to a different island, and there was a dude that was at that, was parked at that same island that we just walked, and we had to drive by, and there was two tree stands on that one, too, another one that was probably 20, like a good 20 foot up, good stand that had the corn, and or the uh, carrots and stuff, and then this guy had a little ladder stand, maybe 10 feet off the ground, again, straight up gun stand, and he had four 50 pound bags of corn just on his front of his boat, and he waved at us, like, oh, hey. I, I don't know. Maybe in that county you could bait. We don't know about it because that's the only place that I've seen people do it so blatantly. But well, I mean, they you drive by any gas station and the corn smells out everywhere. Day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. It's not a secret. But so yeah, that's a plan this year. I plan on going to the island that I killed my buck on. That's a lot smaller of an island. Um, that one is that's like um, one to two people at most island is not real big but the other one is large i mean i plan on trying to get a group of people to go up there a couple people at least like two or three of us i'd like to go out there a night hunt that evening camp hunt that morning and maybe that night and then come home um i just think it's an island that we have a i did put a trail camera up there hopefully it didn't get stolen i didn't steal anybody else's camera that were out there so hopefully i get the you know favor paid back to me but um did find a really big scrape, found a bunch of buck sign, um, didn't jump any deer, which I was surprised, but it's so big and there's so much bedding for them that we didn't bother, you know, obviously going into that I'm not surprised we didn't see them at the same time. Um, yeah, but looking forward to going back out there. Uh, probably, I think I'm going to go back out there Tuesday. So this is the 5th. I plan on going out there in whatever, a few days, four days from now. Um, Donnie and I are going to take the boat up there and try to do a hanging hunt at night up there. So we'll see. That'd be sweet. Yeah. So, um, oh, one more thing that's coming up that I'm pretty excited about. I was lucky enough to be a part of winning the limited draw hunt for the refuges for well, one of the refuges. So I'm going to Shiawassee, um, now nah, whatever, Shiawassee Wildlife Refuge, Waterfall Refuge, whatever. Um, and St. Charles on October 14th, I got the first day draw in the morning. And then the next day, our, my other buddy Nick, who I hunt with all the time, he got the second day draw. So we get to go back and back to back mornings, which is pretty awesome, and the weather yeah. looks great. So looking forward to that. If you're one of the people that got lucky enough to do that, send us a DM, and yeah, maybe we'll see you out there because I'm looking forward to it. That should be awesome. Yeah, it should be fun. I mean, I guess the duck numbers are up, and the water's good, and it's supposed to be like 50 degrees, and rainy so should shoot a variety of birds yeah we'll probably shoot bag. 16 teal and seven hours a day but <laughs> maybe we'll see something cool and i'll be in tampa yeah nico will be in florida living up to sun life and Hoping watching some football when i come back from florida that private land spot that we got that's underwater will still be jocked full of ducks oh yeah that's what i'm hoping yeah you guys got to have all your fun and there'll still be a sweet spot for me to have fun too. yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah Fingers crossed. Yeah, that'll be that'll definitely be full of water still. Yeah, oh yeah. And full of food, because it's flooded food. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be awesome. But, yeah, I mean, that's about that. What do you think about this? I'm going, if I go sit this blind in it, because it's raining, yep. and if it keeps raining hard, steady. I don't want to be out there. It's going to suck. But I'll, be in a, I'll sit in a blind, but that blind I've got, the worst wind is a straight south wind for that spot. Well. That's pretty much what we're riding with tonight. <laughs> pretty much a straight south wind. But. But it's raining. Yeah. Does that, does the rain knock down your scent as it travels through the air? Like if you're 
waft of scent is going, and a raindrop boop, hits that swat. Does it take it down, or does it just go around it? I mean, I don't know. I think you got to throw yourself a nice little co- or a milkweed seed see what happens, and I don't tell you. I don't you. think milkweed quite... I think milkweed gets hit by the raindrop. It's a rat. Yeah, there you go. It's a rat. It's like, it's like the movie Ants. That's what they say. Raindrops. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's... But... I don't know, does it, is it going to affect their noses because it's constantly hitting their face, too? I mean, is that going to... I don't know. Robert Miller could probably tell us the answer to all this. Yeah, I think it helps your dog's I'm nose. I'm probably just going to fucking go for it. <laughs> I would. I'm going to wear my scent lock and yeah, spray down. Spray down. And get yourself some nose some, jammer. Some vanilla killer. <laughs> nose jammer or die. That's what they call me, dude. The vanilla killer. Dude, how come nobody's taken that name for a hunting show yet? I don't know. Is it racist? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a fun fun game to play. <laughs> Is it racist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's only how you take it. It's only racist if you make it race. I don't think so. I think Caleb would be okay with it. I think so, too. We'll call so, it me. I'm going to go for it. I would. Fuck it. Uh, I have a terrible win for Southwind, too, but that's where Autumn's been sitting, and it's been Southwind, so. Do I shoot that piebald deer in the rain tonight? <laughs> that <laughs> sounds miserable, but it'd be pretty sweet. Is it a doe? It's a doe. It's not a bug buck? Nope. It looks like a mature doe. Oh, man. Boy, that'd be a cool rug. I, I only have one picture of her, and it's pretty pretty uh, not clear. <laughs> but. Yeah, she's probably been poached already, so. Yeah. The fact that I haven't. I mean, I'm surprised nobody's taking a picture of her, but. She lives in the corn. Probably. Is there corn over there? It's all corn. It's, it's gone now. No. Not that field. That field's all corn stuff. I thought that, I thought that field was beans, no? No, across the street. The island is beans. Oh. I'm not across the street now. Boy, that field should have some geese in it then. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right. Yeah. That's that. That's that. We will be back with more adventures. Yeah. I mean, we should have a good uh, week coming up. So I think I work Friday, Sunday, and then I'm going to try to hunt Saturday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, work Thursday on some overtime. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be out there. Uh, so I'll be in Ohio. Hopefully after Ohio, I've got something to talk about. So. Well, you'll have something to talk about, whether it's good or not. But I'm anxious for Ohio. Should be fun. Michigan right now. Poop. Scott just dropped a podcast today, which doesn't mean anything if you're listening to this podcast. Pretty much just for me to say out loud. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's fair. There. I think, dude, this crazy bastard recorded it while I was driving. That's fine. We've done that. He had to have edited it and posted it also while driving. I don't think it's up yet. He said it should be up tonight. Yeah, but he's probably going to get to his camp and edit it. Hot spot. Potentially. All right. Too. Yeah, I got to go to the store still and buy more shit. Does anybody know where I can get some more uh, thermocell repellent? Because everybody's sold out, they say. Did you go to Wally World? Uh, it's gone. Dude, did I tell you about the creature I saw leaving Walmart? We're going to end it with this. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? <laughs> oh. Not the same one that you saw a while ago. Not the, the recipe guy, right? No. No. <laughs> no, that was at Kroger. Walmart has a lot of creatures. That was at Kroger the Mall. Oh, okay. It'd be nice to him. I see him every day. <laughs> this, is in Fe- this is in Fenton, Walmart. <laughs> Bruh. I, all I wanted was a fucking rotisserie chicken. <laughs> so I go walking in there. Guess what they don't have, by the way? Rotisserie chickens. Up their, oh, our machine's done. Mer. 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 Did you go to VG's? Yeah. Nice. No. What? Went to Alpine. Oh, even better. This dude's walking out of the store. This man, man, is every bit of 6'4", 250 to 270. Big fella. 
He's got tall black women's boots on. Lord. The shortest pink skirt. The fact that his his Johnson was for sure taped to his fucking thigh. Because <laughs> there's no way that his shit wasn't. Or it was gone him. already. He done had her snipped. I don't know. A bra and like a tube top with belly hair hanging out below it. Oh, I'm wet. <laughs> and, and a wig and makeup. And here's the most concerning part. Like, all that. Oh, that's not it. That's all fucked up. Unless you're into it. <laughs> I was the only person that came to a complete stop <laughs> and did a, oh, what? <laughs> and looked and stared at it. Because what the fuck was that? Yeah, that's normal now, dude. I can't do it, dude. I Don't mean, cancel us and stuff, but like... <laughs> you know, man, fuck it. You do you, but... Whoa. You do you, but I'm fucking judging, dude. <laughs> that was fucking weird. This kid's around. <laughs> what the fuck? At least shave your legs. Yeah, I mean, take that... You can't Your have... fucking belly hair's out, yeah, dude. You, you got a gut on you. Mm. Like you drink this whole 30-rack of bush. Sponsor mm. us. <laughs> the fuck? I did find the new Bush Light. It's limited edition cans, though. Get you a teal can. Get you a teal can. All right. Good luck out there. Kill something. Cheers. Bye-bye.